Hello everyone, welcome back. My name is McKenna. Um, for anyone new who's listening, I feel like um, I've been waiting for so long to record this specific episode, but um, I finally have a notebook for my podcast and I am in the mood, like I've been taking notes all week. Um, so many things I want to talk about. <laughs> there are so many things that I want to talk about, and I'm ready, so let's get into it. First off, I'm going to start off with the fact that I'm changing my podcast name. I'm, I want to rebrand my entire podcast, so I'm just going to put that out there. I'm ready to just sort of shift from um, this sort of just shift from this um, idea that I had um, earlier in the year when I made my podcast I was um, I think at the time I wanted to you know have a podcast that goes on my mental health journey and goes on like how I feel and everything I learned within my life Whereas I feel like, yes, I would like to talk about a lot of topics because um, that pertain to my experiences and to, you know, teach and spread knowledge. But I also think like talking about current events and just other things is equally as important. I don't think that the podcast name that I have now is relevant to what I'm going for with my podcast. So I'm just beyond ready to like change it and um, look forward to that. So we are going to start with last week. Um, There's just so much that has happened and there's a specific situation with like it involved a hymen. (laughs) For those of you guys who do not know, um, T.I. is a rapper and he has a daughter named Deja. I just feel like there's sort of a double standard and especially like his son, he apparently um, admitted to being sexually active and he completely like, it was more like he was proud of him than anything. And I feel like that double standard is just so dangerous. It's like teaching a girl that like she's impure or, or somehow less worthy by engaging in sexual activity, whereas the son gains something or a guy gains something from it while a girl loses it. And it's just so like twisted in my opinion. There's, it's probably like a matter of like telling her about having safe sex and like telling her, um, you know, what could potentially come out of this emotionally, physically, what are the consequences of engaging in unprotected sex? From what I know, like, T.I. already has, like, a history of degrading um, the woman and embarrassing the woman around him. Like, not only his wife, who he alleged, well, who he cheated on multiple times, but, like, now his daughter. And I feel like it's so, like, upsetting to see her, you know, liking um, tweets. Basically, these tweets were about how unfair it was and how like invasive it was 
like just people like sort of calling him out on why it's wrong and she was liking it. So it's obvious that she doesn't feel comfortable with it. Um, so yeah, I just feel like I, <laughs> there's, I don't like, it's just, there's so much to unpack there. Um, there are a lot of, you know, YouTube videos out on it and people giving their opinion. I don't know. I just feel like there's a boundary that he crossed. This week, if I'm being honest, this week was absolute crap for me. I was definitely just not feeling good physically and mentally. Um, I felt back into the slump um, this week in which, like, I sort of, like, found myself depending on other people for my happiness. I was questioning a lot of people's intentions and I was just overall just not doing good mentally this week. Like it was a really bad time for me. And um, a big part of that is that I haven't been to therapy in like two months. And I, it, it's out of my control. Like, therapist is now a mother. She is on maternity leave. So like she's pregnant and now she's taking her break and she's sort of, um, I guess, unloading a lot of stress from work. And I think that's such a huge step for a lot of women, um, or at least the women who, who have that as their plan to be a mom. Like, that's such a huge step for them. So congratulations to my therapist, if you're listening. <laughs> um, basically, which I doubt she is. I never actually recommended her my podcast or told her about it, so like, I don't think she's listening. <laughs> but yeah, congratulations anyway. Um, today, I'm like doing very good. <laughs> like I feel very calm and collected. And there's so many factors that have played a role into this. Like it was like the week sort of, how do I describe it? It, it was like a plateau and then it, Mariana Trench like a day or two ago and then I'm like up in, the, up in the clouds right now up in space well no I would say the clouds the clouds I'm up in the clouds now <laughs> it's 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 been such a loop but I sort of just want to like inform you guys about the ways that we can sort of tune right back into ourselves and how I sort of got out of this slump or spiral definitely a spiral. But before that, I will tell you guys my weekly faves. I will be telling you guys my weekly faves. So the first is a song that just came out by Janae Aiko. It's called None of Your Concern. The thing that you guys need to know about me is like I'm a huge fan of Janae Aiko and I'm a huge fan of like a lot of these black women or like if they're like they just so happen to either be mixed with black or black women that are very spiritual and it's not even intentional like there's Janae Aiko there's Umi um Chloe and Halle like they're either like some sort of vegan uh yoga calm and graceful women and these are the women I look up to. <laughs> These are the women who I watch their interviews and I watch their YouTube videos or like I follow 
them and I actually like look forward to them dropping music. Like I, there are so few artists that I can say that I get invested in and the ones that I do get invested in have such good vibes. I absolutely love it. I love seeing like just women in general be happy, <laughs> just be themselves and I don't know. I just love seeing black women especially be like this super, you know, calm and collected these super calm and collected beings and I think that is exactly what I aspire to be for people. I aspire to like be the voice that someone wants to listen to and looks forward to listening to. I want to be a person that someone can feel safe around, um, especially with my podcast, with my YouTube, just in general, someone to relate to or learn from. And I do, just like Hitomi, she's a YouTuber, by the way, um, just like Hitomi said, like she envisioned, she said that she envisions seeing herself as this wise grandma who like the kids go to and she has all these sayings and they just look up to her and um, can learn from a lot of things that she's learned from experiences that she's had. and. I feel like that is my ultimate, <laughs> that's my ultimate goal um, as well. Like, it's something that I aspire to be, but the song, Men of Your Concern, I was replaying, like, all throughout this week, and it really made me think about my dependence on people. Um, like, I've, this, goes hand in hand with my spiral because I think that that's one of the songs that really like calmed me down. I would replay it like on my way to school and I would sort of be out of it. Like I don't know how to describe it. I don't know what be being high feels like. Like I don't, I'm not familiar with that feeling, but I feel like it's, I wouldn't, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's like that, but like that is what I, compared it to in my mind like I was just in this daze I was I was very out of it like it felt like I was floating and <laughs> I was just I was also very tired that day I was also like on three hours of sleep <laughs> that day so it was that too and I, I like only had vitamins <laughs> um, before I left so there's that but like while I was like on my way to school I just felt like I was flying and I was floating and I was just calm and collected. And um, I don't remember that day being a good day. It wasn't a bad day though, but I was definitely tired. <laughs> so if you haven't listened to None of Your Concern, I suggest you listen to it. Another song that's been like on like my mind is Bottom. And, and I don't want, okay, I don't want to like curse on my like podcast. Like that's not really something I've been wanting to do, but it's the title of the song. It's called Bottom Bitch by Doja Cat, and I like it. <laughs> I replayed it. I like it. I feel like between today and like yesterday, I wasn't really feeling it as much, but I think it's 
because of the amount of times that I replayed it. So I'm going to recommend it to people regardless because I feel like I replayed it so many times that I just started to get annoyed by it. But it's such a good song, and I'm going to take a break from listening to it so it doesn't take away its charm. So, yeah. We're going to talk about um, sort of... Well, okay, I'm going to start off with the difference between a spiral and a slump, or at least in my terms, because I, this is how I refer to my, my emotions. This is the system that I've come up with for referring to my emotions. Like Since like about a year or two ago, I just started calling it these things um, so then I could identify how I'm feeling best. So, a, okay. Ooh. Excuse me. Um, Okay, so starting with a spiral. A spiral is usually when one thing happens, um, there's just a root cause, like a seed. And, you know, it leads up to something due to overthinking. I start to make up these stories and it, it, it becomes a whole novel, bro. <laughs> like it starts off with a word, a literal word, and it becomes a novel. Like I will start to make assumptions and think that a person does not like me. And that is like, it's the most unhealthy thing. Um, but a slump is like little things just start to bother me. Like it's like I probably woke up on the wrong side of the bed or I just got into an argument with someone, like my mom, my mom, like I probably got into an argument with her. And you're just, I'm already feeling negative. I'm already feeling lonely. Um, maybe I'm just getting annoyed easily. A spiral can lead to a slump. And a spiral is more anxiety while a slump is more depressed a depressive episode and um i think i guess i would say this week was a mixture of a spiral and a slump um because i felt and i said that i did not want to curse on my podcast but i felt like absolute shit like i i'm not gonna lie i felt like fucking shit <laughs> and i i it it lasted a while and it felt like it was forever and yeah so it, it just it, it just wasn't a good week so basically um we were doing this creative writing piece right for my creative writing class and um there was a specific letter that he had us read and he gives us all these letters for us to read and there's this one that part there were these parts of the letter that really resonated with me it was about poetry it's called letters to a young poet and um i'm not sure who it's by i didn't write that in my notes but it's called letters to a young poet and basically there were these little points that really reminded me of you know looking for, uh, 
I guess I'll just read it first. Like it says, nobody can counsel and help you. Nobody. There is only one single way. Go into yourself. There's this other part that said, therefore, save yourself from these general themes and seek those which your own everyday life offers you. Describe your sorrows and desires, passing thoughts and the belief and some sort of beauty. Describe all these with loving, quiet, humble sincerity and use. To express yourself, the things in your environment, the pictures from your dreams and the subjects of your memory. If your daily life seems poor, do not blame it. Blame yourself. Tell yourself that you are not poet enough to call forth its riches. And this is the next paragraph that I really liked. What more shall I say to you? Everything seems to me to have its just emphasis. And after all I do, only want to advise you to keep growing quietly and seriously throughout your development. You cannot disturb it more rudely than by looking outward and expecting from outside rep replies to questions that only your inmost feeling in your quietest hours can perhaps answer. Bro, <laughs> when I tell you I like had an epiphany, like that, I was literally reading it. Um, I was sitting by myself and I was waiting for step practice and I was just feeling really bad and I just was reading that and it instantly like a light bulb went in my head up in my head and I realized how much like you know therapy is very useful and I it's unfortunate that I don't have a therapist right now we're in the process of looking for one but currently I do not have one so you know I am going to have to depend on myself right now. I'm going to have to make more efforts to, you know, make sure that I'm eating healthy, I'm sleeping, and I have to do any of the techniques that, you know, I would have done a therapy. I'm probably going to have to do it myself. So, and there's nothing wrong with that. I just feel like it, this, these quotes reminded me that, you know, when I start looking for external validations, um, like, that, 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 that is like, that is sign that you need help. That's sign that there are some internal issues. And, um, I feel like my spirals, I, I don't think it could really be fixed. But, I don't really think that my, my spirals can be fixed by, you know, constantly texting this guy I like or constantly FaceTiming my friend at night. Like, I don't think that's a healthy way of, of addressing anything. Like, that's not even addressing anything. That's you talking to people and wanting their attention. And I'm, I think it's time for me to like go within myself look within myself like I just feel like it's time for me to do that and um I realized that so what I started to do or at least what I I did was I went back to some old practices um of course there was music music is therapy to me it is like I <laughs> when I was in middle school when I felt horrible like eighth grade year was when I started getting insane depression. Like I, I think 
the first time that I ever got like depressive episodes was fifth grade. And then it came back in eighth grade. And then, <laughs> yikes, between sophomore year, um, junior year, senior year, well, between sophomore and junior year, it, it was there again. But like eighth grade year, when I was getting depressive episodes, I started creating lots of playlists. That's when I started making more playlists. I had like 300 songs in a playlist, 400 songs in a playlist. It would be hours long for a playlist. And I just like, I was so happy. <laughs> like I, I wasn't happy per se, but like it really comforted me. And I was listening to a lot of Party Next Door and Drake. And I think artists like Party Next Door, for example, like I used to like be brought into this entire new world listening to his songs. I really don't know if anyone else can relate, but I feel like even now when I listen to like Janae Aiko, like there are like so few artists that can really like bring me into this whole nother world with their songs. Like I feel like there are a lot of artists that will only talk about like these specific things, but like you're like, oh yeah, yeah, this happens, et cetera, et cetera. But it's like when I need therapy, when it comes to music therapy, I wanna be brought into this whole other world. And um, I tend to be in my thoughts a lot anyway, so I just feel like, <laughs> I just feel like it's necessary for me to like have some sort of medium to listen to something. And um, I, I, I just found that through music. I did do that this week. It wasn't as effective though. So that is something I'd like to acknowledge this week. Um, I listened to some music, but I feel like right now my song choices are very limited. So I'm gonna probably, I, I'm home early today. So after I'm gonna like look for and explore more options. I'm very open to songs in different languages. I, I don't shun K-pop at all. Like I actually listen to, I enjoy K-pop. I haven't been listening to it as recently or as frequently, but I'm willing to like look more into the artists because I, I know that there have been a lot of comebacks <laughs> for the past like two, three months and I haven't been tuning into any of them. So <laughs> there's that. <laughs> I'm going to, you know, look for some songs to like use as therapy as well. If you guys, and if anyone has suggestions as well, preferably something like very calming. Like there's a reason why I like Umi and there's a reason why I like Chloe and Hallie and Janae Aiko. Like their songs are very contemporary R&B, uh, very calming songs or very songs that just give you good vibes. Like they literally like, it's crazy because you have Janae Aiko with like some trying to use singing bowls and, and, and using like specific frequencies in her music. And then you have Chloe and Hallie making songs like Mon Money Everywhere, or is it everywhere? It, like, I'm pretty sure it's everywhere. You have Chloe and Hallie making songs like Everywhere because you know when you repeat certain things, like you start to attract them. So if you listen to Everywhere and I got money everywhere, like singing it over and over again, you will start to attract it. Like 
it, they literally made an af like affirmations into a song, and um, and they weren't. It wasn't like narcissistic lyrics or anything because you have to realize that there are some like like if you think about it, there are some singers who like like someone will probably say like yeah, but doesn't everyone? Um, like talk about having money and stuff like that. And if you say it over and again, you could like attract that. But I think it's different because they will also have like narcissistic lyrics and they will talk about like this happened and like all this like this negative stuff that like even if you feel good listening to it, they also like arise some sort of negative feelings. Like I don't know how to describe it, but yes, like you don't, listen to these songs talking about being the like baddest bitch and how everyone else is ugly and et cetera, et cetera. Like you don't really listen to that with a positive attitude. Like it may make you feel better about yourself, but in the end, is that really a good vibe? Like if you're bullying, like, like think about it. Like if you're being rude to someone, if you're offending someone, if, you, if there are lyrics about like hurting someone or like, doing it better than someone or like a guy cheating or and you're you stole someone else's like is that really like positive energy like just think about it like I don't know just think about it because I feel like those types of lyrics don't make me feel better about myself like sometimes there's some songs that like go off and I'm just like 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 it doesn't mean that it's a pot I don't always listen to pop I don't always listen to positive music, but there are some songs that like, you know, if, if you want to manifest something, I don't suggest listening to songs that also have negative lyrics or lyrics that can arouse some negative feelings within you. So yeah, just if you want to make any suggestions, please let it be something positive. And um, yeah, any who, any who, 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 yeah. I'm gonna, um, but yeah, so other than music therapy, which I did very, very little of, I went back to the drawing board. I went back to old methods that I've been using for like the past couple of months. And when I started to get into therapy, there were certain methods that I started to use, some that I created myself, um, for myself, and others that I learned through therapy. Um, the one that I created for myself, which I'm not sure if it's, this is original, I don't really, I, I kind of sort of doubt it, but it's, I make a good news, bad news, like good news, bad news, like I, I started calling it that, um, but with a good news, bad news list, basically I write the good news and the bad news of the day, like as bad things occur, I will write in the bad news section you know, this person glared at me and I don't like it or she always seems to have a problem. Like, be raw, but in the moment, or at least as soon as you can, write what happened. Write it down in, um, like, I have the notes on my phone and I just, like, da-da-da-da-da, this person glared at me, curse if you want to. Like, be completely honest with your emotions that exact moment, confront them, whatever rude thing you have to say, whatever thing you have to get off your chest, I write it down, like in the bad news section. I, I, I write, like, I just be raw, and as you feel those emotions, feel them and acknowledge them. 
and just write them down. And you feel so much better afterwards, even if it's a, like, it's bad, like even if it's rude and even if you love the person and you're like, I just hate it when she does this or like be completely raw and acknowledge your feelings. Don't hold back in the bad news section. In the good news section, don't hold back either. Um, the good news section can be you like, oh, the clouds are in the sky and I love that. Like anything that makes you happy, any sensations, um, any feelings, like there are certain smells that I like, I'll write it down. If there's yogurt in the fridge and you know, I really like yogurt, I'll write that in the good news section. All the good things that happen as I feel happy about it. Um, if I see like my bad news section like is sort of longer than my good news section, I start, I notice that I start to like write down like anything that makes me happy. Like anything, like like the this person smiled at me, this person said hi to me, I laughed with this person or I made this person laugh today. Like I, I will I start to write all of those things down as they happen or even like a couple hours after but I could still remember it and I still feel happy thinking about it. Like I just start to write it down. <laughs> and yeah, like that is what I did yesterday. Like I did it yesterday because like I haven't been doing it for a while. <laughs> Alright, the last time I did it was like two or three weeks ago, but I just did it and I felt like literally right after I felt good. Like I like I was feeling like so horrible throughout the week and then I just wrote a good news, bad news list and I felt good right afterwards. I just I don't know what about that method. I'm pretty sure I'm, that that's something I made up for myself. Um, it could already be a thing that people do, but it, it, it's helped, <laughs> it's helped. And I feel very good, you know? I feel, I felt very good. It's, it's, that's the method that always makes me feel calm because I'm balancing out my emotions. I'm, I'm and you no, know, like be aware that you don't have to balance out the list. If you had a bad day, still continue to write everything down. Like still do that. Try to have at least like three or five things that were good in the day though, just for the sake of practicing gratitude and just for the sake of practicing some sort of positivity. Like try to have at least three to five things down in the positive section. And if you are just having a wonderful day. Like, I still think, like, at least putting one thing down that you did not like, or could have been done better, or, like, I, oof, I'm sort of, like, you don't have to feel great 100% of the time, and you don't have to 100% feel great at all. Like, you don't have to, you, you, you can have a mixture of emotions, and, I think a good news, bad news list is for that. Um, there's also just regular journaling, just writing everything down, writing your thoughts and everything very loosely. Um, that always helps. I did not do that this week as much as I wanted to, but um, it happened. And I, I, I did express some feelings and I did get a lot of things off my chest. And I think, you know, it's better than, like, it's not better than therapy, but it's like, 
a form of therapy that you could like look inwards towards yourself. That's what I think, and I always end up feeling very good after creating a highs and lows list and journaling. So take it or leave it. <laughs> take it or leave it. Um, I think also like I was able to, for the first time. Um, my mom and I had a conversation about boys, like, for the first time, and it's crazy. Um, but I was crying, and I just opened up about of the relationships that I had, because I've, I've had relationships before. I've had, I've talked to guys, and I could probably say, like, at this point, it's probably about five that I could name. Um, and it, it's like, she didn't ask how many, she didn't ask who they were or anything. And I just felt more open about it because I think it was right after we were celebrating my cousin's birthday. I just wanted to know why she was more open with like my cousins about like dating and like talking to them about their girl. Oh, you got a girlfriend, da da da. Like, why can't I talk about guys with you, or why can't I talk about like the types of relationships that I have? And she said that I just never did that. And I think it's partially because I was afraid that she would get mad or that she would want to know who it is or like it would just be this really big deal that like you know but yeah I just we finally had a conversation and she finally gave me some advice on what I would do in a situation which you know like I told her everything. <laughs> I told her about the situation with like how um, I went on a date with a guy who was talking to someone, and um, you know how there were certain people who didn't like me because of the situation and because he was talking to someone, and there were a lot of names that people called me, and I told her that he and I did kiss and stuff like that. Um, I feel like there's still some things that were very touchy that I didn't want to mention or I didn't want to reveal about the situation. And even if she listens to this now, I'm still going to say it. Like, I don't think she's ready to hear some things. Um, and I think, like, a couple years from now, I'd probably be more willing to talk to her about it. But there were just certain things that were said, certain things that were done that I just feel like I should keep to myself or I should only discuss with certain people. But um, yeah, I think just, I will make an episode on that. Like, I feel like there's so many, that, that was one of the main stories that I wanted to talk about. But, and as um, things start to like progress and as things start to like sort of die down with the situation, I think I'm ready to open up about it and talk about what happened, talk about like, if any, I don't know if anyone can relate to it. It's not really something I see a lot of people like being open about relating to, but it's just a conversation I think should be touched on. Um, just a conversation of relationships, talking, ex being exclusive, not being exclusive. That's just, it's something that happened and it's something that, you know, just a lot of energy, <laughs> just a lot of energy came about that situation. And I'm ready, I'm, I'm becoming more open about talking about it. But I don't think I will just yet. I'm gonna hold off. I might even wait till like the summer after high school to talk about that whole situation. But stay tuned for that, by the way. Like, 
<laughs> I can't wait till I start like podcasting in college or when I continue a new season in college. It's, it's gonna happen, so stay tuned for next year and the summer for like a whole new type of content. So yeah, but yeah, I just, I just cried this week, a lot of crying, a lot of confronting my emotions. Um, there's this, I, I, you know, just by writing it down, by talking to someone about it, um, I also like, my sister recommended this app. It's called Youper. Youper. It's Y O U P E R. And it's an app. Basically, it's sort of like a therapy app. You text. It's, it's, a, it's a chat bot. It's like an AI. And um, it's not a real person. You, you, you text. They ask questions. There's a personality test on it. You can meditate on it. Uh, there's just practice mindfulness, gratitude talk about how you're feeling. It's so cool and I've been using it. And I used it about two, three days ago that I downloaded it. And each day I've been feeling better. And today I did it again. And I even wrote like a whole paragraph on it. Um, and it lets you save the chats as well. So you could look back on it. And yeah, just a lot of like intention setting, a lot of going with the flow, a lot of like talking about your feelings as you feel them. And I think it's very important because um, you, want, you want me to be honest, I'm a, like, if throughout this podcast, I'm gonna be talking a lot about like these artists that I really like and these, in, these, these interviews. And um, one of, like, there's this interview by Janae Aiko with Cricket Wireless that I was literally like listening to right before I recorded my podcast episode where um, one of the things she was talking about was like, you know, practicing detachment and not really goal setting. And she does what she does, like she makes music and it, she sees how it goes, it goes how it goes. Like it, it's like she, she, she does it. <laughs> she does it, she doesn't set up any expectations that will allow for disappointment and this, the reason why I'm, I'm saying this is because this is the exact ideology that I've been looking into. It's called Amor Fati, and it's stoicism. Um, I've been listening, like, it's, it's like the fact that she like brought it up again, but there's like this YouTuber called Einzelgänger. I don't know if I've mentioned him on any of my episodes, but his, his, I hope I pronounced it right, but it's called Einzelgänger, and like basically, it is so like interesting. He, he talks about a lot of Stoist and Buddhist teachings. And one of the, the I literally wrote this um, in my college applications, but like just like this idea of more fati and like detaching from an outcome. And I just feel like with this podcast, I'm ready to detach. <laughs> Like, I feel like that's, some, that's gonna be my theme for next week, like detaching from expectations. Like, I'm not gonna expect this guy to text me back. Like, I, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna text him, see how it goes. I'm gonna go to practice and see how it goes. I'm gonna study for the SAT and see how it goes. 
but I'm not going to make any goals. You know, I'm not like it, it's important. I have a, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I have so many to do lists, guys, and I think it's important to have a target and like say, hey, like. It would be nice if I got a perfect score on my SAT, and it would be nice if I got 10,000 listens on my next, next podcast episode, but I'm going to detach from that, and I'm, I'm going to let it go. I'll put it out into the universe if I want to, but it's not the ultimate goal, and I'm not like less of a person because of it, and I'm not doing it because of it, you know? especially with this podcast, I'm not doing this podcast because I want a specific amount of, view, of, view, of listeners or because I want to get money from it. Which, I mean, of course, sometime, someday I would like to make money off of podcasting, but it's not the ultimate goal. And yeah, I'm just here to have a good time, guys. <laughs> I'm just here to have a good time. So yeah, that is... I don't know how long I've been going. Oop, 53 minutes it says. But, yeah, so, I feel like, woo, guys, I'm just so happy. Like, <laughs> I feel so calm, I feel so collected. Right after this, I'm gonna like wash my hair and I'm gonna do more to like tap into the spiritual side of me today. Like, I'm going to meditate, I'm going to do certain things to just, like, tap into my own energy, and um, I hope you enjoyed, like, honestly, truly, I, I hope you enjoyed, and yeah, thank you for listening, goodbye.